Welcome to another episode. Reintroducing Patrice O'Neill, the GOAT series. I'm really excited again to talk about a point where Patrice O'Neill masterfully explains the nuance of dating relationships the differences between men and women when it comes to um, looking for a partner and then getting a partner one of my things that I had to come to a realization was that Women need a reference point from men to know what they want. They they have grown up thinking that they've known what they wanted until they actually had to go out and date a man and then realize that they either want that what they were experiencing or they wanted more than that. So, even if it was on the negative side, women still need a reference point from a man to know what they want. And this happens on multiple levels um, as far as relationships, as far as, you know, they can have their own purpose. But typically, you know, they're not happy until they find themselves with a man that has his own purpose that they can support so they can play a supporting role. That's when they're at their peak of being able to perform in their natural state. I know that in today's world that sounds misogynistic or that sounds uh, um that women can't do anything without a man. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about natural instincts. I'm talking about where women feel the most comfortable doing things. Are there outliers? Of course there are. I'm not speaking to those. I'm talking about generalities. I'm talking about what most men, most women are going through out here when it comes to our interactions with each other. Patrice O'Neill does a, uh, I'm going to, and I'm going to reintroduce him here in the video. Um, I'm not going to play the entire clip, um, and then do a recap as I've been doing because this clip is a little longer than the other ones. So I want to, I'm going to interject, um, after a point and then say my, my experiences and my opinion on it. And then we'll continue. All right. So here we're going to go. We're going to go to the first clip.
We got all the bait. We absolutely <clears throat> set up the conditions. We got so all the bait. You like you don't you. I mean, you may pick a guy at random that you find a, a mm -hmm. you know attractive, but all of those things that where where he is has this aura and he knows how to talk to you and those are all things that we've learned from from you, when we let were, me, when let we let our me, first inception from, on attracting from the being women. Rejected. Jack, Jacqueline, let me let me say what you do. You choose, but it's not a choose like we choose. You choose. It's almost an unsatisfying feeling, your choice, because you have to choose as if you're scratching a lottery ticket, meaning you look at the, you survey the land and go, he's nice, and your skill, this is what I mean, your skill is to stand there and go, I'll get his attention so that he comes over with his skills, because you have no skill to get a man. Your skill is your beauty. You don't know how to get a dude. You don't know how to talk your way into nothing. You don't know how to talk your way into happiness. You never had to move and shake and talk and figure shit out and get rejected on a regular basis. You don't. That's not your existence. So, of course not. You don't choose a guy. A guy chooses you and you choose to go. I actually yes. did need to develop that because growing up, guys didn't date me. I don't know if it was the fact they were intimidated by me yes. or whatever. Yes. But they did not. You're date tall me. and beautiful. That's why they didn't date you. Because they couldn't come at you. That's why fat girls and ugly girls got boyfriends. Because guys come up to them with the proper, like, man Confidence. They Confidence. come up to a fat bitch and go, hey, fat bitch. <laughs> and, but it's not, they don't say that. But that's the, that's the aura they give out. That's the magic. They get out, they go, I fit, baby, come on. You ain't got no fight Options. against this shit. <laughs> hey, what's up, ugly bitch or goofy looking bitch? Or, oh, wow, you got a cut on your forehead. Let me, let me stare at that for a minute. <laughs> And let you know that you ain't shit. Now I'm coming at you. But beautiful women, guys feel, and this is why beautiful women are heartbroken constantly. Because guys come up to them with our worst aspect of getting a woman, which is lying. And we will lie mm -hmm. to get some. We will imply love to get some pussy. We will be lovable to get some pussy. Loving. Hello, beautiful. Oh my God. Hello, Pamela. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you are, I know you hear this all the time. You're one of the most beautiful women I've seen all day. And I'm and please, I, I, I've seen a lot of women today. It's something so striking about you. Listen, no, for can I buy you a You don't, niggas don't come up to you and go, God damn, look at that titty meat hanging out. What's your, <laughs> what, color, what color is your nipple, well, bitch? I'm, I'm, it levels, though. I'm all right, all right, all right. <laughs> As you can see, um, in this in this particular clip, Patrice goes into explaining the differences between a man approaching a woman and what a woman has to do to get a man to approach, um, letting him know that women don't choose men, men choose women. Because women don't go out to get a man, they go out to attract a man. And hopefully a man is attracted to them. I actually was having a conversation with a female recently. And she was saying how men wasn't coming to her. And uh, they would go to her friends. And then even if they did want to talk to her, they would go through a friend. And I was interested because I was like, she's a pretty girl. It's, it's a little odd that, you know, you wouldn't get um, a guy to approach you. But... And there's a lot of layers to um, the reasons why that could happen. Um, but this is not what I'm talking about in the show today. Um, but it takes the skill of a man to be able to know how to 
approach a woman, converse with her, um, gain and keep her attraction in order to open up a, uh, a, a point in the conversation to escalate it, um, to move to a different uh, place in the club or at the bar or um, out of the building, you know, there's progressions to the skill of that guy. And some guys' skill stops at the approach and they don't know where to go after that because they're not used to having success with women. So they will end up stopping at approaching and waiting for her to give him the okay to go ahead and do more and then he'll you know play it by ear and pull something out of his ass and probably fuck it up then you have some guys that are very skilled who knows how to approach a woman knows how to hold a conversation knows how to build rapport know how to keep her interested and still being mysterious at the same time getting her to be more curious about him, allowing her to do more talking than he does. And that way she feels that he's a good listener and she is more intrigued about what more can he bring other than this initial conversation that they're having, right? Um, A lot of times the charm, the humor... Um, the the confidence kind of stands out um, right away that keeps her attraction that keeps her interested right so you you're you're going through that uh, play out um, in the interaction but this is a man that's actually attracted to you feeling that you're probably his equal When guys get nervous, it's because they feel like they're going outside of their comfort zone. That she somehow in his head is outside of his league. Too attractive, okay? And guys starts to fumble a lot with their words or with their delivery. And like Patrice O'Neill was saying earlier, he's like, if this girl was a... a less attractive woman, his confidence would be unfazed because even if she rejects him, what did he actually lose other than a little time? Because he's actually going directly for the juggler and saying, you know what? I find you attractive in a way in a, to got me to come over to check you out, Okay. And see what you're about. And if it's not easy, he's probably going to not be interested unless, you know, there's some kind of game that he may find interesting in it. You know, because guys, we 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 are <laughs> we can be we can be complex sometimes when it comes to what actually attracts us to a woman. And even though we have simple natures as far as what uh, makes us happy, but what makes us desire someone could be a little bit more layered and complex than you would imagine. It It would take more than just titties and ass. If somebody has a great sense of humor, 
um, can be sarcastic and kind of flirtatious and mysterious. Like guys kind of be like, okay, interesting that you are uh, having these type of skills. Um, let me see how deep your skills go. So that's where the intrigue comes, right? But I, I'm not attractive to. I'm not attracted to uh, like fat women. Um, but I do understand like swinging. Um, you know, I, I I do understand going for a woman who is. Like at my level, or slightly above, or slightly below. I do understand that because, again, there's no risk. Even if I strike out, even if she reject me, even whatever whatever happens, there's little to no risk there, because there in my range, there's plenty of women in my range, right? So. I don't I don't feel like I struck out on the only high level woman um, that was in my area so that's where the nervousness comes in and women don't understand that uh, because even though they they put everything into being beautiful and standing out they don't understand our side of it okay because this is not what they do they don't have to, like Patrice O'Neill said, know what the hell to say going in and having to be able to lay out all your features and characteristics that make you um, an attractive mate, right? So I'm gonna continue going with the clip but I wanted to interject at that point, at that point, and uh, we'll keep going. That first one, we <laughs> also can tell if someone's like just instantly on as you. soon as I meet and someone, I can tell by their Of course, but you'll never. Let me tell you why women don't play chess. You play chess? Yes. Are you good? Of course Pretty not. Decent. No, because you took too long, Jamie. You're, you're not that good. <laughs> you play chess. You don't, you don't play chess. I'm gonna tell you why chess women don't play chess. Because chess is a consequence to that game. It's a game where you have to think 12 steps ahead. So you have to think, all right, if I say this, she's going to think that I'm doing this. But I'm really doing this. And I know she doesn't have five levels of thinking to my bullshit. She doesn't have Because I have 25 levels of bullshit. You don't have to have that. I think you have to do that because you have to get laid. So you try to think of all these different levels and stages and think ahead of women because you, that's have, not to, true. you have to cover up your bullshit. I have, I, have a, I have a girlfriend. That's that's not necessarily true. Let's call true. her. That's not Let's, real. You don't want to call oh, her. No. You don't want to do that. <laughs> Listen, oh, and Pamela, see, this is why it's good you're here because your confidence level, I would never want to knock it down, but I do want to introduce the term of consequence to your life. Options. You don't, you never really, you really had to have a different way of thinking. You think that this is some old anger bullshit, this is some stuff that you can just uh, marginalize as just some fat angry dude. This is thought out shit, baby. This is, 
This is, I'm not on the radio because I'm just a raving lunatic. I'm telling you, my girlfriend's gorgeous. She's a gorgeous bitch. Absolutely, she, I've seen I know, her. I know of my girlfriend, she's abusive. And it's not of her fault. She's abusive because that's her nature. Because women don't want to win. You want a winner. And that's what women test constantly. Is this nigga the winner that I think he is? So you come at us and try to make us losers. And what, what, what a, a loser is, is a guy that lets his woman make his happiness. Because we don't know how to love. Men don't. I believe this. When we love a chick, we're actually copying what she does. We copy you. We go, uh, well, we go, oh, I think women like to hold hands in a park. I think women like to <laughs> snuggle. I think really a well, man's that's, love. That's what the, the, the righteousness of Jeff is because Jeff is really. No. Uh, he he <laughs> does like this motherfucker. He just, he just knows no, I, what I, they like. I but Jeff in his evil. Wait a minute, man. Jeff in his evil. And his ultimate evil doesn't attach. I'm talking about a motherfucker that blows bug bubbles on his girl's stomach. And I love you, Booby. He does that, but in the back of Jeff's mind, he's like, I'm going to blow bubbles on this bitch's stomach, and she's going to go, and he's going to go. I don't, I don't, I don't know, because I, I, you know You me, do the same but shit. But I'm not, but it's, I like women. I like. Nigga, I, I like, like them too. Yeah, why do you have to go to Brazil to get that quality of a hooker? I mean, can't you find that here? Uh, it's the no, mentality. No. Is it a men you, oh, We talked about it. You said it was a mentality. It's the mentality of the, the prostitute. You mean she acts like she likes it? Is that it? it it's... They... The, the prostitutes in this country act like women. They act like... They act like women that... They actually have dignity and rules and things like that oh. and they make sure <laughs> which, oh in which, brazil they which, no 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 no. i'm gonna explain it they, they they in brazil they 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 pretend to love you so much that there's something about giving them money that you're not giving them money like you're not buying pussy they don't make you feel like you're some piece of shit buying pussy oh. and you don't and in turn you don't make them feel like they're some piece of shit selling pussy here there's a weird war where you disrespect prostitutes. It's like, bitch, you're selling pussy. And they're like, well, you probably got a fucking wife at home, you fucking stinking mother. You are fucking here catching AIDS from me and fucking you got a wife and kids and you're a piece of shit. It's a it's it's the same combative thing that you have that with you free get, bitches. Yeah, that you get with a wife. That like, you get with somebody you that you don't pay money yeah. for. When I you go to Brazil, point. you see men, rational men, walking around holding whores' hands that you fucked yesterday. Like, <laughs> you have to, and you have to walk up to him, you're like, hey, how you doing? And you have to pretend you didn't just buy this bitch yesterday. Hey, wow. how, no, how you doing, it. Inca? And she's like, hello. And he's like, I'm, I'm gonna take her home, kissing her in the mouth, and you just go, wow. But it's something about him that make you, it's a weird feeling. And what happened is what came over me and what it culminated from is from the past where I used to be Mr. Write a poem for a bitch. Mr. Hey, you don't want to go out to uh, Oh my blah, God. Blah, blah, blah. You wrote Mr. poems. I used to. Oh. You know what I used to do? Bring roses. No, roses, no. poetry. Here's what I used I'd to like do. I want to stop it right there because. I
want to talk about the overseas uh, female versus the American woman. Uh, Patrice was talking about the prostitution differences, but it's no different, um, I find, um, in the mindset of a woman overseas. That's uh, he was sp- specifically talking about Brazil. Um, I'm I will specifically talk about um, Europeans, Spaniards, Africans, Israelis, Turkish, uh, Greeks, uh, Germans, um, Portuguese, Portuguese. Um, and even Puerto Rican to extent, Caribbean um, to extent as well. There's a lot of westernized influence, so the closer you get to America, but the culture with women overseas versus in America, women, they were talking about you know, like the slight of the manipulation of, that women can do with, uh, with with men, it is it is probably manipulation, but it's it's manipulation in the sense that this is what you need to feel like a man, and me as a woman know how to do that for you. Type of manipulation. Yes, it's a transactional relationship, you know, companionship for money, um, in essence. But at the same time, there is no anger behind the transaction or there's no I'm better than you behind the transaction when it comes to exchanging. Listen, when it's all about transactions... Um, you're talking about um, something in exchange for another. So either it be money or time, it's the same shit to me if you're going to break it down. So don't get caught up on the prostitution part of it. Um, When you're not paying for it, you're giving up your time, which in America, if you know, they say time is money. So there you go. Um, the women, women here in, in America have a big time, uh, uh, well, they have a high level of self-importance where they're, especially if they're gorgeous and they're beautiful and they know it, um, they have a high level of self-importance that they deserve something just because they exist. And... It's odd to me that when I have experienced women overseas that I was so shocked that they were so humble and they didn't see themselves as beautiful or gorgeous. They just didn't. They'll, they'll say, well, my mom, you know, my grandmother's beautiful or something like that. They will, they will deflect the attention away from themselves. I found that very, very interesting. And here in America, it is totally different. The women, the women here have um, 
made themselves to be something more than reality where they are put upon a pedestal beyond um, approach and I blame men for this because it started with selfies and likes and hearts and emojis and uh, Instagram and Snapchat and all the way up to uh, what is it, what it is now? The uh, OnlyFans. Where you as a man are only a fan. You're not a girlfriend still. And she still has a lot of self-importance because you have to now pay to like her photos and videos now. That is beyond crazy to me. I just don't see that overseas with women. That their mindset is totally different. Um, there's a big divide with men and women today. There's this big gender war that is like so tense. Like the dating game is so tense these days that it's exhausting. Meeting a woman and trying to figure her out and see what she's about. If she's more than about who she is and what she wants. And instead, you can find a woman that's looking to give to a relationship. To be a part of a relationship. That is very, very, very few and far between to find. So, when Patrice goes into this this little rant here about... uh, the differences between overseas women and the women here, I totally resonate with that. I remember when I was in the Navy and I first left America to go overseas and I was meeting these women and how soft they were, nice they were, and they, it was just totally different to me. I was so used to stuck up women, so so used to women Um, looking at you up and down like trying to figure out why you are even close to them to women overseas just appreciating your presence it was just total total total, uh, mind freak for me and when I came back to America I was like what's wrong with these women here they like (laughs) cause out out one thing uh, about overseas women too as well is that they did not mind putting themselves out for you to notice them. Like, they will come and say hi, introduce themselves. Now, that is totally, like, that is totally unheard of here. A woman will sit in at a bar and look over her shoulders, play with her hair, and keep looking over there before she'll get out of her seat to come talk to you. It just doesn't happen. But these are younger women, too. And I was young at my age, so when I was there, I was in the military. They were younger women, so this was ingrained in them. This is something that they've probably seen. This is probably something that is in their culture that, hey, if you see a man you like, you probably should talk to him because there are going to be other women that are going to do the same. And if you want to beat them, you should be first. So I saw the differences there versus here. And that's why now... If you don't know, 
there's a lot of men that go overseas to find girlfriends, sometimes wives, just because they feel more appreciated from a woman with the culture of being able to be in the presence of a man as a woman and not make that man feel less than them. So it's very unique. I just wanted to touch on that briefly. We're going to get back to Patrice O'Neill. Let him finish his story. See some of these poems. Here's what I used to do in high school. And I'm going to tell you, just so you don't think that I'm some... You got to understand, I'm a fat motherfucker. And you got to understand that I had to... I, I got tired of just fucking fat girls. Even though I do like fat girls. I do like them innately like fat girls. But the reason I, I wanted to fuck hot women, and I'm like, I know I've seen fat motherfuckers with hot women. And when I was a kid, I would write... Not, my poems used to be... Ever seen, what was that show where it used to show a picture? They would show a picture, um, and it's like, it'll be a B... And then, and then they'll write the plus sign and then a leaf. And it would be the word, uh, believe, you know? <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was called a rebus. Oh. So I would, I would write a bitch a poem, I cherish you. And I would write an eyeball. Cherry. And then a chair <laughs> and then plus ish. And I'll go, here's your uh, thing, baby. And I wanted to know if I could take you out on a date. And she would go, get your fat punk ass out of here. And I got, what the fuck? Why can't I get the pussy I want? And eventually, all over these years since high school, it's been like a, not an anger, but a frustration. Like, what does it take? Does it take 75 push-ups? No. Does it take a thousand sit-ups? No. Does it take a nice car? No. Does it take a, a fucking super motorcycle? No. It takes confidence. There's a, and it has to be righteous confidence. Now, you find, you find that you get, the, you get these women now in the city because of the confidence and the, the kind of revelation that you got in Brazil. Yes, the, but let me say what the revelation was. Why, the revelation was, why the fuck am I flying 10 hours in this death trap to go see third world pussy? Why? So when you say why, this is, a, this is one of the big yeah, problems I, that I men and women have. That men, men have mostly. We have a primal instinct that we feel in our gut. And a lot of times, the fact that the world's so pussy now, that I believe that's just infested with vaginas and how they think, that men cancel out their <clears throat> thought. That thought where, you know, if your your wife does something, you, you know, or, or, or this guy's wife does something, and th- that guy's wife does something, it, they get a feeling like in your stomach, your woman ever do something and in your stomach you go, what is fucking bitch? But, but it's like she does it and it's something about what she does that isn't wrong. You can't pinpoint what it is. Like if you go, bitch, you out your mind? She'll go, what? All I did was that for the orange juice. And you know she did something mm-hmm. other than that. Right, right. But you can't. There's you, the, intention, okay. there's the intention. intention of what she, what is going on behind that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's a manipulative. We're, but in our culture, right. it's. We are raised to be women are raised. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Guys, do you and man, if you're a red pill, um, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. There is something about what women will do that will not seem exactly on the level, right? Like she will do or say something that seems like Okay, that 
that seems like more than what you're trying to get me to do. Um, if it's something that it's like, it's it's like go take out the trash for me, right? And it's it's not that I don't mind taking out the trash. It's like it's the way that you said it, or at the timing that you said it, that makes it seems like it's more to, than just taking out the trash. Not because the trash needs to be taken out, but because you said to take out the trash. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, there's a lot, there's a lot of psychology, psycho, psychology to it that uh, unless you're red pill, you probably that's probably going over your head. But uh, when they were talking about that, I definitely was like, oh, like alarms are going off in my head. Uh, let's see, let's see what else they they go into after this. To be manipulative. Raised by I don't even think I don't even think they're, I, they're I, manipulative. I, I, I understand purpose. what you're saying. Like she can't come out and say like I I whatever she wants the, to um, say. It has to be something with the orange juice. The like, best. She, the she best won't thing. look mean. Whereas the Brazilian women would come out and tell you, no. you know, I don't like your hat or whatever. No, they no, don't. you're no. talking about the the, uh, the sleeping on what side of the bed. What's right, side of the right. bed? That's what you're talking about. It's a subtle, it's subtle, innate, I'll tell, I'll tell, manipulative. I'll tell the story about yeah. that. It's a subtle, innate, manipulative. And I don't even think it's on purpose. I think it's, it's just it's natural. Never, it's malicious. so organic in a way. That, uh, the manipulation is so organic. Let me tell the story about that. Let me tell what happened. Years ago, my ex-girlfriend, who, who I'm still friends with now, there was we was going to bed. You know, I used to hang over a house and stuff. We was going to sleep. And one day, and this is what I'm talking about, having a, a, a feeling, or just a feeling like, what the fuck? I, I hate this bitch, but I don't know why. She said, let's go to bed. We're going to bed, okay? So she goes, before we get to bed, she goes, what, what side of the bed do you want to sleep on? And I go, well, um, this side. Then she goes, but then I won't be able to see the television. So I'm like, in my gut, I'm like, well, what the bitch? I didn't ask. Which side of the bed to sleep? Just get on the fucking right, side right. of the bed you want to sleep on. Why did you ask me that shit? So in my stomach, I wanted to curse her out. But in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute. If I curse her out for this, she'll be like, hello, please. This, this is the raving maniac yeah, here. Right. So what I learned to do over the last five years, and of course, like meeting with Dante, meeting with Kathleen, is I learned a way to just immediately become philosophical about my anger and go, okay, why am I angry? Okay, I'm angry because she did this. And and just that little story is basically she did that because she... Women have two things in their head. They have the thing that makes them go, I love you. You're a man. You're bitter, bigger than me. You're stronger than me. You fucking... And made me safe. I can't even open this pickle jar without you. And then it's the other side of their brain that goes, you faggot ass bitch. What the fuck you give a fuck? Why are you... Loving this motherfucker so much. So what they want is they want the girl shit at the expense of your manhood. Okay. They want your manhood when they want it. Here's the problem. I think you, you get a situation where men in general, when they meet women, women, they send the representative. What I call the representative. That's the public relation guy. The suit. Where you have to send the jerry curl guy with the gold teeth from the mail room first. You got to send him up front. You to can't. What? To to, when you first meet a woman, you have to you have to be the guy that you are, not with in mind that you're trying to lay her 
or, or plot. You gotta be the guy that you are. But see, you're moving ahead because this is where we have to come in. Right. It's because you gotta understand where this is coming. This show is to help, mm. help all the guys to, first of all, to make sure that if you ever break up with your girl, I don't gotta deal with this bitch and your lack of raising her correctly. <laughs> now if I got to deal with. You don't raise it. your bitch correctly. Right. You are you are potentially putting me <laughs> in a right. fucked up situation. If you don't raise her right, it's like having a child and you don't raise them in the house and then they walk out in the streets and right. they fucking rob people and they steal and they fucking say, "Hey baby, hey bitch." It, it's because the parent didn't raise her right. It's it's I got to deal with your horseshit, fellas. This show is basically to help men and in a nutshell, understand to help you get to be able to introduce another option to how your girl thinks. Now that man, he dropped a lot right there, right? If <laughs> so, he did finish the story about asking the question about what side of the bed you want to sleep on. And she asked it in a way that she was concerned about him. But she was really concerned about what she wanted to do. And that is the gut stomach turn that makes a man be like, what is this bitch up to? See, ladies, um... It's your nature, it's your nature to come off more soft, to come off a little indirect so that your manipulating techniques don't seem selfish, right? But you are selfish. So what you have to do... um, Instead of that, you have to incorporate your desires and wants into the manipulation so that we can see up front what it is you're trying to do and not trying to make it seem like we had a choice in what was happening. Right? You understand that? For instance, if he said, if she said, Babe, what, what size bed you want to sleep on? Because I wanted to watch the TV. Um, and he could have been like, oh, well, shit. I normally sleep over there, but if you want to watch TV, go ahead. That could have been his, his opportunity to say, okay, she came at me selfishly. She wanted to watch TV. But fine. Okay. But don't ask it like, oh, babe, what's your favorite side of the bed to sleep on? Because I'm caring about... Your comfort, your comfort, and what you want to do, and then he was like, "Well, shit, I like this side." Well, but wait, I wanted to watch TV, and it's like, then why you go through all this bullshit, right? So that's ex- that was a good, that was a better example, <laughs> exactly what I want. I was uh, getting at, so um, I couldn't think of one on top of my head, but he had one ready, so it's perfect. Um, the next part uh, that they talked about. This is very important as well. 
Men, you may think that you are doing her a favor by not confronting her on her bullshit. But all you're doing is allowing her to think that her bullshit was acceptable because you never corrected it. You never challenged her and made her come with actual reasoning, logic, and understanding of what she was doing and why she was doing something to make sense that would be something that would edify a relationship when you're in a relationship with someone. There's there's these... Now, I'm not going to put it on you to correct every woman you come across, right? It's not what I'm getting at. I'm saying while you're in a relationship, if you've gotten to a point where you've gotten her in a relationship with you, now it becomes your responsibility to make her a better woman. It, it becomes your duty to make sure that when she encounters another man, that she understands that it is certain things that you do not come out of pocket as a woman to do with a man like that dumbass bed shit uh, that she pulled on Patrice O'Neill. There are things that um, you can't um, correct as far as who she is, but you definitely need to challenge her so that she understands that this is a challengeable offense. This is something you don't just get away with forever. Or you're gonna have, a, you're gonna realize, and then you'll have an answer to why you're gonna be single, of in your 40s and 50s, going forward in your life. Okay. Um, very, 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 very important for guys. Um, you when you decide to. Uh, entangle yourself in a relationship with a female it is definitely your she becomes your responsibility on uh, making her better now women if you get with a man and you never and you didn't get better by being with that man you have wasted a lot of time i told you before in the beginning of this podcast women need men as a reference point in order to know what is good and what is bad and if they want more or less of that so guys that's why I said it is on you Patrice O'Neill said the same thing it is on you to make her better alright let's keep going that's what this show is about she fucking going into all this shit about marriage and fucking all that shit and I mean, I'm just fucking chilling where I'm at, but I so you. So basically, what you're saying? Let's try to let's try to figure this out. You're saying that this is this is classic because you're you're happy in this situation that you're in with this girl. You're happy the, at the level it's moving. She's kind of your girlfriend. You you consider your girlfriend? Yeah. Okay, so she's like you've given that 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 girlfriend title. You've probably been with her long enough for her to feel comfortable enough to put pressure on you to get married. But you gotta understand, 
this is not her fault. See, there's a lot of things you have to understand, fellas, out there, is that what women do uh, when they do these things, when they pressure you to marry them, they pressure you to do what they do, it's not their fault. That's what the fuck they do. So you have to dismiss what she wants. Dismiss that, that whole thing she wants to get married, because that's what she wants to do anyway. But that's like them wanting to get married is like saying, we want, you know, I want to eat, or I want to fucking wake up and look at something. That's what, that's what that marriage thing is to them. What you have to do is reestablish your shit. Now, one thing you have to do is you have to be able to take a L. And an L in the hood means you have to be not afraid to take a loss to get your point across. So when she says and gives you that ultimatum, if you look like you're sweating and you're blinking and you're nervous about her leaving, she will take advantage of that. You understand? So when she says, we gotta get married and with you have to go, you know what, sweetie, and you don't get mad. See, that's the bad, that's the, that's the, what, what we have over women is that we are not as emotional as them. We, we, we rationalize much more than they do. So she's going, I wanna get married. Here's what you do. Ask her why. You understand what I'm saying? And she'll go, she'll go just like this. Because she never had to think of the second option. That's your job is to give them a second option to think. Why am I getting married? Why? Because why does she say she wants to get married? I mean, the the boys of religion, dude, they they, they want to be married. She's 19. Fucking 20 and fucking kids. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ryan, how old are you? I'm 25. She's a 19 year old. She wants to get married. Don't get married till you're at least 35. I'm gonna tell you what what's going on there. I didn't I didn't even realize her age. She this is she's living by the ABCs of life right now. You understand what I'm saying? Like you moved on. You might have thought something when you was 18, but you moved on in your mind to 25. You understand? She's still at the age. She's still thinking that she needs to get married. This is, you gotta understand, fuck, fuck talking about her, Ryan. You have to change how you approach her. Not how she approaches you. She's right on schedule. She's a goofy fucking right out of high school or, I don't know, she she's, she's, she's right out of eighth grade. <laughs> Whatever. But you gotta understand, she's fucking, she's... She's she's doing what she's supposed to do. You have to not get emotional with her. It has it has to not be uh, 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 stop having negotiations with her. Stop trying to give her things to make her happy so that she lets you go out to fucking hunt and lets you go out to drink. You have to say, look, sweetie, this is how it is, and you have to be ready for her to walk out of your life, right? That is, you ever see that movie Heat? Don't get involved with something you can't walk out in less than 30 seconds. Make her, pressure her to make a decision. Because one thing women need from you that if you don't give them, they fucking flap around like a fish out of water, is emotions. If she goes, I gotta get married, and I don't want you to go hunting. And you go, oh, sweetie, we're not gonna get married for a while, and I don't know when. And I'm going hunting right now. I'll see you later. You don't have to be here if you don't want kiss on the cheek and be really cold because now she has to, her emotions have to eat on themselves. You understand what I'm saying? So let her emotion eat her own soul up and have you just, then she'll think of another option because basically she's not walking out your life unless you're crushed. Women don't leave unless you're fucking completely they fucking unless they have to matter. Exactly. They never walk out if you're indifferent on the couch. Exactly. Never. If you go, goodbye, nice talking to you. 
I love you, but you you know you have to live your life. That bitch will not. She really? won't take a step. And she's trust 19. Me. Trust she me. don't even have the tools. Yeah, but she's Mormon and yeah. the Thanks, Ryan, man. Just just try that. Just make sure that you put the pressure on her to to make her own decisions. Don't let her make you be an asshole so that she can be comfortable enough to hate you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't let her yeah. force you to hit you, hit her or something, and she, now she can hate you and tell all her friends you're a wife beater and a this, that, and other, and then she can feed off her own hatred towards you and exist. But if you're a nice guy about it and you tell her to get the fuck out your face, but you say it in an indifferent way, she has nothing to eat. So she has to come for you for some nourishment, emotional nourishment. All right, Ryan? Woo! There's a reason he's the GOAT. Ah, uh, so much, so much to uh, go back to, right? Men, your happiness, I've done a, a separate podcast about your happiness. Your happiness is paramount through all the emotional bullshit. You are the point of reference. When you... When she jumps on a roller coaster of emotions because of whatever dumbass reason she has, you can't get on the roller coaster ride with her. You can't. You're the you're the solid rock. Okay. You're the conductor. You let her get on the ride, and she's gonna get on that ride. It's gonna go up. It's gonna go down. It's gonna go around. It's gonna go fast. And she's going to be screaming and hollering. And meanwhile, your feet's on the ground waiting for her to get off this ride. But you don't have to sit and watch it and listen to it. Um, That's one of a lot of things. It was a mistake I used to do, man. I used to be so empathetic with people that I would, you know, go on this emotional roller coaster with women. And it would turn me inside out. When I was able to reverse that and no longer, like, do what Patrice O'Neill says, like, you know what, I'm being different about this emotional shit, um, but when you're done, you know, we'll have a conversation, right? And I'll be back, and hopefully you'll calm down by the time I come back, so... There's there is a lot of power in being able to walk away and mean it. Okay, you have to be able to go away and let the cookie crumble where it falls. And if she had any um, care about you at all, she would still be there to have that conversation when you get back. This is not this is not a, a time for you to go where the wind takes you, guys. So understand that um, it is your duty it is it is your responsibility to keep the uh ship from over capsizing if you will in the storm you know don't 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 get so wrapped up in the storm that you uh forget to control the boat you know um you 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 can't control her emotions so don't try and you can't prevent her from conjuring something up in her head that um, is a little less than reality, right? So 
just let those those things are going to come so let them come deal with them when she's calm and then you have a conversation with her always let a woman know that her emotions um, are more superior than yours and that it's not you're not emotion your e- lack of emotions doesn't mean you don't care it's just that that's not how you're wired okay that's how you explain that that's how you get through the bullshit when they want to like guilt guilt you into well you don't even care how I feel and fuck all that you just say alright babe listen I, I care I just can't deal with this the tantrums the whining the crying I can't deal with that I need you to calm down and if until you do I'm gonna do me okay and like Patrice O'Neill, Patrice O'Neill said, let her let her eat at her own emotions, right? You know, let her put out her own fires. You know, let her grow up a little bit where she's throwing a tantrum because she didn't get her way. Well, guess what, babe? You don't always get your way, and things don't play out the way um, you always want them to. You know, that's not life. So once you once you can uh, actually put into words um, that you're gonna be the one in control as far as the relationship is concerned, she's gonna be able to build trust on that because she see that you're a steady rock, that you're maintaining the relationship, that she can depend on you when things get crazy. Because this one thing a woman can't deal with. A man that can't deal with her. Because the world in her mind is going to be worse than what she will bring upon you. So these are the tests that she's doing to see if you're even worthy of being with or staying with. You know? So, guys, you got to, you gotta one, build back a, a, a stronger background. I mean, damn. Build a stronger backbone. Have a stronger spine. Be less empathetic. You know, no no emotional roller coasters, right? Um, understand that these are a, a test to see if you can maintain. And if you can't, then you don't deserve her. Straight up. Because when you leave her, I mean, when she leaves you, that was what you deserve because... She feels that you can't handle her. So how can you handle anything outside of her when it comes to life, right? Um, that's all I have for this series. I enjoyed it very much. I will uh, see you guys soon. Thank you for joining The Quiet Part Out Loud when we talk about the things that are quiet kept in our heads. But now we are talking about them out loud. See you in another podcast soon. Thanks for joining me.